It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos, and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1 800 858 858. Win the ultimate Blues Origin experience for you and three mates. Visit ignitehq.com.au. Your rugby league coverage on SEN starts now. Welcome to NRL Crunch Time. Yeah, welcome to Crunch Time, brought to you by Ignite HQ, and you can win the ultimate Blues Origin experience for you and three mates. Visit ignitehq.com.au. That's the way to do that. one 1170 Pop that number in your in your phone, your dog and bone. You can catch us anytime you like. Text line 0457 736 736. You can tweet us at 1170 SEN. It's a magnificent Saturday afternoon. We're looking forward to the next couple of hours with you, the listener. Uh, just repeating those numbers, 1300 01 1170 0457 736 736. Now, look around here. Now, we are parked in the bowels of... Amusement Machine Distributors, which is AMD in Chipping Norton. We're here till 2pm. Come and say good day, uh, Gentlemen, just imagine being here as a teenager. You couldn't, you couldn't be here for two hours. We look around. My co-host, by the way, Adrian Pasenko, who actually broke the pain heart story throughout the week for the Sydney Morning Herald. He's the Chief League Reporter. And I'm just checking in. Yep, still the fastest man ever in a textile suit, <laughs> the great man, James Magnuson. How are you, boys? Yeah, good. Busy week for you, Adrian, breaking that one. Yeah, very busy. As uh, Joel said the other day, never a quiet day in rugby league. So yeah, that's yeah. Um, yeah. He uh, didn't get a very warm reception last night, did he? Uh, poor, poor old Pano. It was no. interesting. You see in the uh, interview afterwards with Lockie, he said it. He heard it and it rattled him. He looked like he was almost close to tears in that interview. Yeah, I. You'd expect that though, wouldn't you? You mm. would have thought that, given the yeah. events of the last few days, that you'd be bracing for that, but. Yeah, he was, uh, he was pretty upset, but, you know, by his standards, it was probably a, a quiet game. He still ran for over 120 metres and yep. showed just how important he is to that side or to any other side that could accommodate him if uh, things go pear-shaped there. So bizarre, that story. But anyway, you, you mentioned how rattled he was. Let's have a listen to this. Well, here we go. No warm-up necessary. We're on our way. Friday night footy at Suncorp. And it's that man Cobbo. And there's Pate Haas. Well, listen to that crowd. That's his home fans letting him know they do not like what has transpired. That was the last 48 hours, mate. Uh, yeah, it's been tough. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, usually not one to get rattled, but when I heard the booze come out tonight when I was running the ball, it rattled me a bit. But uh, I had to compose myself and um, just stay in the game and do my job for the team. Audio courtesy of Fox and uh, Channel 9. Uh, look, he, he was rattled, but I've got to say, from my point of view, he's invited that into his own life. At one point, gentlemen, like the contract, I believe, averages out at about eight fifty a year, which is mega bucks, right? At one point, he's no doubt signed this contract, and, and you're probably entitled to celebrate because that is a massive contract. But now it doesn't suit. It just... The lodge thing doesn't add up. This doesn't add up for me. Um... What, what are you, your thoughts, boys? 
reminds me of that Seinfeld episode where uh, George Costanza, he, he looks across to a girl and the relationship hasn't been going very well and he says, I've, I've given a lot of thought, I've really enjoyed our time together, but I think it's time to break up. And she just turns to him and says, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, and look, when, when both parties aren't on the same page, no. like it's very difficult, it's going to go pear-shaped. So I know that a lot has been made of the figures and they've been bandied about and it's, it's quite transparent actually because... He's in this messy divorce with his previous management yeah, group. Yeah. So all of that's been laid bare. We know, for instance, at the moment, he's on $648,000 for this year. Now, if all of a sudden he comes onto the open market, basically seven-twelfths of his salary for the league financial calendar year has been paid. So another club, could, if, if you're looking at a pro rata price, you could pick him up for about three hundred k. Yeah. If you're in a premiership window and you can either move a player or you've got a little bit of room in your salary cap, I'm all in on paying Haas. What was his salary for next year or the next couple of years? I think it was 648 for next year. Um, 748. No, sorry, 748, I beg your pardon. Then it's 798 in 2023 okay. and 848 the following so year. The, so the best part of averaging out of 800. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and of course, the Broncos have gone back to the table and have tried to up that but it, they still haven't uh, agreed to terms. Yeah, it's, it's funny that he's willing to walk away from the club, that he's kind of ridden the lows with them. They're coming out the other side. Yeah. They're successful. He's been a part of that. He's helped them get to where they are. Let, let's say across the average of his, this contract, it's about 800 to 850. Is he willing to leave the club for an extra 100, 150 a year? Like, there's not many clubs out there that are going to pay a million bucks for him, right? Yeah, there's, I think there's more that will come out on this. And uh, again, we've talked a lot about the financials. They've all been laid bare, but there, there'll be more to come. And I think he's also a guy that wants to be part of a winning team. Ironically, he is part of that at the moment. Yes. But he wants to meet, be part of one going forward. And I think performance will be as big a factor as paycheck when this all comes out. Mm. But the best way for him to be part of a winning squad is he will get a million dollars. If he wants to get a million dollars, I've got no doubt he'll get it. But my view, if you're a club paying, paying half a million dollars, I don't believe you can win the comp. Because no. you need to spend that money on your playmakers, right? That's my personal view. And the other thing is, which people aren't really talking about, so he's going to get 850, 900, not a problem at the Broncos, as we're sort of all agreeing on that. If he went and got an extra 100, 150,000, right? Probably with a Sydney club. So first and foremost, you get an extra $150,000. The taxman says, uh, Payne, can I have half of that? Yeah. So there's 75. Yeah. And arguably you're going to spend the 75 in Sydney more so than in Brisbane anyway. So it's so – it just doesn't add up to me. Imagine no. you're a club without any go forward at the moment and you think Matt Lodge and Payne Haas are potentially available. Matt yeah. Lodge certainly is. He's, you know, his only commitment's a seconds rugby yeah. <laughs> Brisbane Norths. And Payne Haas, potentially, if, if, if it all goes pear shapes and they head to the divorce court, you could have a, you know, a representative front row forward pairing. It'd yeah. be incredible. You could go from zero to hero there if you could squeeze them in. You, you guys have probably got a little bit more experience. I've, I've dealt in the uh, Olympic sport uh, world. Rugby league managers, like how, how much of this is managers pulling the strings behind the scenes? Well, I, I personally think this is what would stop it, is if to say, OK, well, the current manager got you this contract. So they're entitled to that percentage of money for that contract, which you sign. Now that you want to bail out of it, for me, the new management group should only get the upside. So if he goes from $800,000 a year, 
Because the incentive is too large. If he gets mm. a new contract at 900, say it's 7%, that's 60, 70 grand, right, to the manager. Yeah. But if the new manager only gets the upside, which is turning 800 into 950, for example, they're getting 7% of 150,000, which the incentive then all of a sudden is not 60, 70 grand, it's 10, 15 grand. So it's a 7% chop for a rugby league manager. Yeah. Is that the average? 6 or 7%. Yeah. 6 yep. or 7. So yeah. it's a... It's a it's a big uh, payday for a manager getting paying half a million a year, isn't it? The big payday is Matthew Lodge. I, I, there has to be more to this story. Mm. And he's coming out the owner saying that he likes to look after players when they go. <laughs> Mate, there should be 17 Warriors asking for a release. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And getting paid out in full next year, shouldn't they? So something happened in a pub. Is that right? No, there's clearly... And, and there may be non-disclosures as well because it yeah. may be one of those things that we never hear about. But I, I just can't in my head... So if I had a falling out with one of you blokes, right, and yeah. I'm the owner of the club, I'd be doing everything I could, and you didn't want to be there, to not give you a Zach. Yeah. W- wouldn't you be trying to do that? Yeah. Not say, hello, mate. I, it's not about looking after you. It's looking after the wifey and the kids, and that's the kind of bloke I am. Yeah. But, but we're talking about a club that has been struggling for two and a half years because they haven't been home. And I think they've done a tremendous job to keep it together and not fall in a heap, given what they've gone through, and, and prop up the competition and keep the broadcasters happy. All of a sudden, say the best part of 700k is being paid for a bloke who's not there. That is just outrageous. And that just, your whole salary cap is bent out of shape. 100%. Will the NRL look into that? Like it's, is that, is that dodgy on an NRL level as well? That a club's paying 700 out of their cap? Would they investigate that? Well, well, ultimately, I mean, they've come to a severance agreement, haven't they? So unless there's an integrity issue that's led to that agreement, I mean, it's a a contract settlement. I mean, they... That's what I'm thinking, like, is it an integrity issue just based off the optics of it? Like, do they have to investigate it? Because for anyone looking at it, you go, there's something wrong here. Well, that's... And and probably there is. But if if management go, okay, look, mate... Whatever's happened's happened. Let's yeah. sign this um, confidentiality agreement. We're going to pay you this money. So they can do the investigations, but nothing's going to come out. Yeah. Matt Lodge is flying high with... So next year, what would he get, Adrian, on the open market next year, Matt Lodge? There'd be clubs that'd be paying, what, seven, seven fifty? you yeah. reckon? Yep, yep, yep. seven fifty. Yep. So if you pro-run it, say he's getting five fifty out of next year's contract, right? Yep. He's on 1.3. So Matt Lodge is essentially one of our highest-paid players in the game next year. Wow. Is he the highest-paid NRL player to play Reggie's since Junior Polo put on the hit gear? <laughs> yeah. He decided oh, to have I a think, run around. I think, um, remember Greg Eastwood was on like 800 to play Reggie's oh. for Bulldogs there at one, yeah. at one stage? That was one of the most heavily back-ended contracts in the yeah. history of rugby league oh. because the year before he was on like twos. Yeah. The back-ending contract, and I don't know why they didn't sort this out earlier, where you just say, listen, pay Adrian Prozenko however you like. Pay him 200 600 then a million. But as far as we're concerned, one-third of that each year goes in the cap. Like, yeah. that would have killed back-ending contracts because mm. back-ending contracts is essentially just manipulating. You, you've got a team on paper worth the cap. Yeah. But it, it's... It's deferring failure, of course basically. It is. Well, did, it is. Did you yeah. have any back-ended contracts? No, I didn't no, personally. They no. just paid you straight up per year. I got the back end a few times. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back, go back to reserve grade. <laughs> but no, I didn't. I, I'll tell you a true story, actually. I actually, the biggest contract I ever got, Martin Bullock was a CEO at the West Tigers. And I had been playing in 1999 for Balmain and had an okay season, um, a nomination for the Rookie of the Year. Didn't win the Rookie of the Year. But I, I was on $60,000 and I assumed that having played most of the year that I'd be getting a, a, a decent bump. 
But what had happened is the West Tigers come in. So what they said to me, we're going to give you $60,000. I said, but I was on 60000 last year and I've done more than that. And they said, well, look, if we're in real, real reality, we think that you'll only play three games this year, three games next year. So I said, okay, if that's the case, give me sixty grand, right? I wanted 80 and 80. That's all I wanted, an extra 20 grand. Mm. I said, give me sixty, and give me three grand a game. And whatever I earn in the first year, start me on that next year and give me three grand a game again. They said, right, I done, right? They said, by our math, you'll get uh, 60 plus three times three, which is 69. Um, we'll start you on 69. Then you'll get the three grand a game for the next year. Yep. So therefore, by their math, it'd be 69 and 78. I played every game in 2000. Ooh, yeah. I wanted 80 and 80. So in the end, they had to give me 138 <laughs> and 200 and something. And, and yeah, that, nice. that, that was putting them under a lot of pressure. Isn't it interesting, though, those contracts where you have certain incentives for games played or even positions played? So when Josh Adokar was looking to go to West Tigers or, or the Tigers were trying to sign him, they said, we see you as a fullback. We'll give you fullback money if you play fullback. So you've got to play a certain amount of games to, to get that, that money. But that can also be manipulated as well, where, yeah. you know, if the quota is 10, he plays nine and you just go, all right, we're shifting you back onto the wing. Did something did, like that happen with Josh Schuster? I'm not sure about Josh Schuster. Wasn't there a famous one at Newcastle? Was it Kirk Reynoldson or someone had a, um, a, a basically a re-signing clause in their contract oh. or something like that if they played a certain amount of games? I think it was under Brian Smith. And then... They got to just just about to tick over the quota, and then they got sent straight back to Reggie's. There was oh, a case, uh, yes. There was a case in the NFL this year um, where I remember that. Yeah, yeah, it was about a stats, a st- certain stats thing. Yeah, if he uh, if he ran for over a certain amount of meters or a certain number of touchdowns, he got some big bonus. Yes. on his contract, and they just stopped playing him the last few games. Stop playing. Well, it backfired on me as well in in two thousand and five. But ultimately, the Tigers win the comp. I was um, running the Sand Hills uh, out at Cronulla, and Tim Sheen spotted me. He said, mate, I was super fit, never been so fitter. So he said, come and play back at the Tigers in 05. And they had no money left in their cap, so they offered me $10,000 a game. $10,000 sign on, $10,000 a game. Mm. And when it comes to 50-50 out of choosing a player or another player, they weren't paying the 10 grand, so I didn't oh. play any games that year. Wow. So that's when it backfires on you. But in the end, they made the right call because they won the competition. Uh, Kevin uh, Walters, I was going to say Kevin McGuinness thinking about the Tigers. Kevin Walters, uh, here's what he had to say on the impact of the booing on Payne Haas. Yes, yeah. he, had, he didn't have much to say. No, yeah. Kevin <laughs> was pretty quiet on that. Tight-lipped. Okay, right, here we go. So you'll have another crack at it. Yeah, I was, I was a bit... Not so much disappointed, but a bit sort of, oh, okay. But um, I'm really confident that we can sit down with Payne's management and sort something out. You know, we're not going to obviously release him. And uh, he's been a big part of our club for a few years now and will be a big part, I believe, you know, into the future. I chatted with Michael Butner and the great Stevie Allen. Stevie Allen does the um, Master of Ceremonies in many ways for the big games, Origins. Uh, beautiful voice. But I caught up with the boys on Saturdays on the coast this morning. I can tell you now, Michael Butner was very fired up about the situation. Here's what Butes had to say. I, I think it's really sad. And what I did hear during the week was the fact that he's got a new player agent, right? And this yep. player agent yep. <laughs> doesn't get paid anything from his current yeah, contract. Exactly right. So what's, his best, yep. what's yeah. that agent's best interest? is to try and source him out or try and upgrade his contract. Yeah. So suddenly he gets a little piece of it. You know what? It is so far wrong, yeah. right, in relation to yeah. what this player agent is doing to his client who he should be bloody focusing on and giving him the best yep. chance to play his best football. 850, 900, 950, it's a lot of money for yeah. what you're doing, okay? 
enjoy it and make the most of it. Please don't be greedy. Uh, there you go. There's a great fired up. Michael mm. Butte to fire it up. Uh, Who's let's the to... player agent? Uh, I actually don't know. Who is the player agent? For Painhurst now, it's Tyron Smith. Tyron Smith. Okay. Yeah. Is that well, Remus Smith's dad? Former teammates with Michael Butner. Yes. There you go. They're fired up. Yeah. <laughs> former teammates. Uh, there you go. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Speaking of the Central Coast, uh, let's go up there where Richie's been waiting patiently. G'day, Rich. Hey, boys. How you doing? We're outstanding, Good, Rich, Richie. but we'll get better. What do you know? <laughs> uh, not, not much at the minute. Good weather. <laughs> I just yeah, had a question, Joel. You know, you were saying before, um, with the by like each game you've got the three grand extra. Yep. You there? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> play, play on, Richie. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, did, would that have to go towards the salary cap as well? So that's like um, something they've not really accounted for. Do they have to try and find somewhere for that to come in? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it would have for sure. I don't know how it impacted the Tigers. This is the first ever year back in 2000, but most certainly today, Adrian, every sort of bonus would be factored into a contract. Yeah, absolutely. No cashies. So if they, if they did that for 10 players, they'd be up shit creek. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, right. They'd out of paddle. Exactly right. Would it still happen now? Uh, yeah, there's a lot of yeah. players who have incentives to make green finals. So you have to leave a bit of space in your cap to yes. factor in... Yep. Match payments. Absolutely. Oh, there you go. They never, di- they never factor in disincentives in contracts, do no. they? Like, if you don't run 100 metres, we yeah. take a bit of cash off you. Yeah, yeah. You don't score 10 tries for the year, <laughs> we're going to dock you 50%. But uh, they certainly do that as far as make origin. We'll give you a bump up too, because clearly you're Right. Uh, so I think uh, Moses Zembai was a big uh, beneficiary of that, wasn't he? Yeah. He was getting like about a million dollars At the West year. Tigers. Yeah, because yeah. he'd been getting these origin bonuses, etc. Really? Oh, here he comes. Uh, I tell you what, he would have been very, very sheepish and quiet at halftime yesterday. Our man from the ACT, Bronco Willie's on the line. G'day, BW. G'day, boys. Knock, knock. <laughs> Who's there? Weather. Weather Who? Where the Broncos are <laughs> <laughs> oh, What did you think at half-time, Bronco Willie? Oh, mate, I tell you, I was on all fours. What was doing? <laughs> what did you think of that sin bin for um, the Broncos' second roller? Oh, look, to be honest, all close to the referees, I actually think they refed it really well last night. It was fair enough, I reckon. Um, but the, the sim bin for the two Gold Coast players, I mean, it's hard, but what do you do? You held him down. I, I think it's fair, but, I mean, that contributed to it coming back, didn't it? Mm. I thought the one, the Broncos player, was harsh. Yeah. Those, like, the, it's pretty innocuous. That, like, what was it? A second late max. Yeah. Didn't whiplash him that bad. Ten in the bin. I... I was worried that that had killed the game off a bit there, but then the, the Titans get two ten in the bins. Remember, they like, come out of it in one, front. One yeah. sin bin has such a massive bearing on the game. You, then you get two. Oh, it's just yeah. Wow. I remember watching it. You used to watch a game. If there was ten in the bin, everyone was up in arms. It was a huge thing. Yep. Now it's like a couple of game every game. Yep. We don't even blink at it. Bronco Willie, thoughts on Payne Haas, mate? You as a Broncos fan? Oh, I don't know if you were getting my text yesterday, boys. I wasn't happy. And then I got stitched up with one of my mates sent me a message, hard signed to Gold Coast, and he sent me the top <laughs> half of the article. I was, oh, I was livid. We've got the buy next weekend. Say it then. Why say it yeah. now? 
Pass has signed for the Gold Coast. The younger brother. Yeah, the younger brother. Might be a little pointer towards something. Who knows? How's he go? What's the raps on him? Not sure. You know, if he's if he's a chip off the old block, he'll be all right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, there you go, Bronco Willie. The Broncos currently in the top four. Can you believe that? I can't believe it. I can't remember the last time we are in the top four. It was 2015, probably, when oh, I was crying that day, I tell you. The seat in front of me, I was at the grand game. Oh, it copped a hiding when they lost. I tell you, I hate JT. <laughs> Bronco, I'll tell you one thing. Um, the, the Broncos and the Bulldogs started the season at exactly the same price to make the top eight, the Broncos and the Canterbury Bulldogs. And just look at the, the path they're taking, polar opposites. Diametrically opposed, uh, some people would say. Good on you, Bronco. Really well done, mate. Uh, I like your knock-knock too. Yeah, thanks, boys. So we're the Broncos. <laughs> There he is, Bronco <laughs> Willie. Uh, hey, Missile, is there any truth in the rumour that you were trying to outswim a bull shark at Bondi during the week? Yeah, I did the, uh, the Bondi Salties. They swim from one side of Bondi to back. How um, far is that? I think it was like a 1.7. Do you do that easy? Yeah, it was pretty cruisy. I got a bit cold. Um, my girlfriend this morning did uh, swim from Bondi to Bronte. How far is that? Uh, a bit over two, oh, like sure. out past, you know, yeah. the, the heads type thing. It's wow. What's the temperature there? Cold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was freezing. But yeah, there was a, a bull shark got pinged on the on the shark radar. So I don't know how keen I am to do that again. Daniel from New Zealand writes, the cost of living argument has legs. If I was a pro, I'd play for the Cowboys. Cheap up there, nice apartment, 400k. Wonder if they bring that up with the players says Daniel from New Zealand. Uh, well, that's exactly right. Um, but it is what it is. It's an even playing field. Do they have it in the AFL? Is there extra wigger room for Sydney or no? No. Not that I'm aware of. No. GWS got it when they first came in. Did they? Yeah, yeah. But I don't think they still have it. When they paid Israel for about $3 million a season. <laughs> so, Adrian, you broke the story uh, along with your colleagues there at the Sydney Morning Herald with Payne Haas. How do you expect this to play out? I know the Broncos have had a press release and they said, look, we're not letting him go. And well done to the Broncos for that. How do you think that this all ends? If you've got a player who's disgruntled, it's not going to, you know, you might be able to paper over the cracks for a short period of time. But the other thing too is that the the timing is really bizarre insofar as they're on a winning streak. Brad Fittler has said that when I pick players for origin, I want all of their contractual stuff to be sorted out. I don't want it to be a distraction. And he's going to walk in and first day of origin camp, there's going to be a million media and they're all going to be lining up there with their dictaphone saying, Payne Haas, what say you? What's yep. going on? So mm. all of that is a distraction, not only to his club, it's now to his state as well. Um, he wants to release. I, I, at some point, I just can't see this being a, a long-term situation where, where no. both parties are happy. Yeah. So, therefore, based on your comments around Brad Fittler, is his spot, which was a tap-in, is it under any threat? I think he'll, he'll be picked. Yes. I, I think he's definitely there. And just, just on this whole contract you know, scenario, we're about to come into a collective bargaining agreement with uh, the RLPA and the NRL. One of the things that the NRL have floated recently is this idea, and, and Peter Volandis has spoken to it, is if you've got a contract, you're a contracted player, if you choose to request a release and go to a club somewhere else, he's floated this idea that you shouldn't be able to go to another club and earn more money. I, I've, do, I've do you like myself, that? yes. Yes, because that um, disincentivises people to do that. Exactly yep. what's happening. So 
Would we be having this conversation if Payne Haas knows his next two years, he can only level what he's doing at the moment? And to be fair, though, Payne Haas has been offered the best part of, I think it's $5.85 million over six years. So there's more than money to, to this. I just, I just want to stress that as well. So wherever he goes, there's going to be plenty of moolah, um, and he's obviously going to get it at the Broncos, but he's decided he doesn't want to sign, so there, there's more to it than this. Wow. Is he still upset about Albert Kelly stepping on his shoes? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, you, you know, uh, Freddie doesn't want um, distractions or media hanging around him talking about contracts. I've got the perfect solution for Payne. He brings in a bodyguard who can f fight off the media. Yeah. Paul Vaughan's available. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he'll tell them they're all <laughs> yeah. low life, stay away. Yeah, new niche. Yeah, Paul yeah, Vaughan's. yeah. He what might, he might not have an NRL contract next year, so he could go into private security. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Uh, this one uh, comes from number ending 445. Used to be wriggle room for swans, not anymore. Too much complaining from the Melbournians. That's in relation to... The salary cap in the AFL. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 01 Yeah, What other players have been booed by their own fans? If you know any of those, hit us on the text line 0457 736 736. Husky's out here. Michael's here from AMD. Come down at Chipping Norton if you wish to come down and check out these amazing machines. Uh, a lot of people have got a bit of extra cash having not travelled so much. So you can get one of these machines, a nice little Christmas present, birthday present, uh, etc. We're here till 2 o'clock. Amusement machine distributor is in Chipping Norton. Uh, we are here till 2 o'clock AMD. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Alternatively, check them out online. And I do know this, they are selling like hotcakes. The pinball machines, uh, they're the most popular. So about 70% of the sales are the actual old-fashioned pinball machines. My favourite that I'm looking at here, the big Buck Hunter. Yeah. Buck Hunter, that's a classic, isn't it? That's a classic. I reckon I've put a few dollar coins through those over the years. I want to have a go at Street Fighter too. That oh. looks good to me. Uh, is that Ardukin? That's the one. <laughs> that's the one. Tell me, so, so for me as a kid, I'm a bit older than you blokes, Wonder Boy. Do you remember playing Wonder Boy? That's one of my first memories of a game, Wonder nah, Boy. don't no. remember it. You don't remember that nah. at all? I you, remember you, the cartoons Astro Boy. Yeah, Wonder, no, Boy, was Wonder the, Boy was the grouse. Uh, it was Parsec and there was uh, Frogger and yeah. all of those old school ones. Yeah, yeah. Pac-Man. Yeah. Pac-Man, yeah. I think Michael's getting Wonder Boy up here. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is the way to have your say. Check out AMD. Terrific range. Uh, you've got the Buck Hunter. You've got the pinball machines. You've got the darts. There's so many that you can have a look at there. Uh, it's a way to do that. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. This is Crunch Time. All thanks to Ignite HQ. After the break, we'll look back at Friday night's games. The Broncos with an escape. And the Panthers. Well, the Panthers just kept being Panthers. The break it back with more. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91